Hello, everyone. You're listening to the On the Rise show. This is episode 37. I'm Mr. Molly McGuire, and my co-host is Alicia Loray. Today, we're going to talk about our three latest posts. Uh, hi, Alicia. How are you? Hey, Molly. I'm great. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm gr- doing great, too. So um, the three posts we're going to talk about are by three different writers. I'm going to butcher all their names, I'm afraid. So it's Jordan Gross or Jordan Gross. Jessica Karima or Karema, Michael Shook. Yeah, that name is probably right. <laughs> so uh, those are the three writers. Um, so let's start with um, post. First post is um, from Jordan Gross or Gross. Sometimes the biggest problem is not having a problem at all. So Alicia, what do you think of it? I really like this post. I had some really great comments that I want to talk about a little bit later, but Jordan's basically talking about the fact that he was kind of born with a silver spoon. And because of that, he feels like it's got him to a point where he may feel complacent, like he doesn't have anything pushing him. And we were kind of talking about yesterday um, in the podcast about how people who maybe start like at the bottom, like are in the ghetto or, or are born off poor, they have more to work towards. So he's kind of um, tr- wondering how he can further go further in life without having something to struggle against, I guess per se, but I think he's doing a really great job. Like actually he's doing Instagram and um, medium and all kinds of things with social media online. So I don't know if he's necessarily doing that bad, but I, you know, I get what he's saying. He just wants to figure out how to push himself further. Yeah. Um, he asks us a question, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a great post. I agree with you. He asked the question, like, how do we create a mindset that emulates one in which we have nothing to lose. So um, he has it all, or he has he's wealthy, or he's well off, <laughs> but he still wants to have create a mindset in where he has, well, he feels like he has nothing to lose and everything to gain. So mm-hmm. that's an interesting question. Uh, yeah, how would you answer it? Give you a, a shot at it. Um, I think I would just do things that I'm uncomfortable with. Like I have an issue with kind of when things are going well, I kind of self-sabotage. So I don't have the same issue as him. Like I create like friction in my life so that I'm I'm constantly working my way up, which is not a good way to live either. Um, So I would say that maybe just do things outside of his comfort zone and that'll cause you to push to reach that goal. Yeah, that makes sense. What I would probably do, is uh, playing in an arena where not, none of what, have you, what you ever have or have done in the past matters. So just go to a, yeah, a terrain, an arena, a field where you don't mean anything at all, where money doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything, where your prior reputation doesn't mean anything. And, and then you, you have nothing to, uh, nothing to lose or everything to lose, nothing to lose, as we should say, and everything mm-hmm. to gain. That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah, that sounds like a good suggestion as well. And I was actually reading like Danny Forrest's comment on this post. Did you read any of the comments on this one yet? Um, That's a good idea. I think I did, yeah. Okay. He was saying that um, Jordan's post reminded him of the point of no return. He said that he thinks he figured, I think I figured out my own answer, which will definitely sound dumb. I will rent or buy an apartment I cannot afford. Imagine, I don't want to go bankrupt. I've always struggled finding the motivation to want money. Even though I try to convince myself that I need it for X, Y, Z, the reason, the truth is I'm not desperate enough. 
And I have that same issue, like money cannot be my motivator for anything in life because I just see money as this like fictitious thing that is not like, it's not even real. So I, I have to do things that motivate me other than money. Like that can be the motivator just a byproduct for me. Yeah. How did you realize I mean, comment? Yeah, you're right. And I mean, I, I, I wish I would have like waited for 10 minutes or something like that to plug my own piece. But I mean, it ties in a little bit, right? What I wrote today <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I wrote about uh, today that I wanted to make 50k, but not for the money itself because I've done that yesterday, yesterday year, last year I would probably, should probably say. So um, I've done that yet, uh, last year. So uh, to me, it's like I, I, I want to have the money to to establish travel funds and travel the world to meet uh, interesting people on, on Medium. So I think what he did is is some another sign of the flip side of the coin. But like you have to find ways to make it bigger than just the numbers because numbers yeah. are are boring in a way numbers right. will make you happy yeah and it's kind of like i mean i don't know if i want to buy above my means or whatever but i get what he's saying like it's the thing that will push you like having a goal like travel like yours that's a good one like for me i was trying to save up as well for something and now that i'm no longer doing that it's like okay well do i really want to put all this work in this job that I have like just like whatever just a job to to get money for no reason and that's a that's not a great way to think either but it's like I have to that's like what like if I'm doing the podcast I'm doing the writing and if I somehow make money from that that's that would be great because I'm not thinking about that because I'm enjoying the things that I'm doing so it would just be like a good byproduct of it yeah that's interesting yeah um so what we're kind of doing is the same right we're, we're with the podcast we're just playing in a field where we have not done anything where we are not established so i mean we have everything to win nothing to lose in a way and um yeah you're, yeah you're enjoying kind of it. Yeah. yeah so um yeah i mean he said something about casey neistat uh living in a trail park with a young son i forgot about that but that's true i mean I know that's crazy seeing people's backgrounds yeah like, we, like, i mean we now think of him as an accomplished uh, youtube star but of course everything is he documented everything so everything is out in the open and yes it's true if you go back in the time you see that he like really uh started out very very poor yeah that's true. That happens for a lot of people. So, I mean, and Casey, I think he was like 17 when he had his son. So he had a lot to overcome and a lot that is working against him, but he made it despite of that. And even Tony Robbins, is he a billionaire now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He had a very a tough childhood as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, since we have a lot of posts to do, let's move on to the, the second post that we were, talk- we're going to talk about by Jesse okay. Erma. It's, it's kind of little bit in it right it's a little bit linked to it yeah it does tie in because yeah it's actually talking about something he had in the past a chronic illness was something that he had to fight against and had to overcome in order to reach the point that he is today and nobody wants like a chronic illness or whatever but jesse's you know looked at that as a positive thing even though he definitely admits that it's been his also his biggest burden he's used it to push him forward as well and i think that's the kind of thing like jordan's looking for not necessarily a chronic illness but just that thing to push him to the next level yeah so in a way you could say like jordan didn't have enough adversity and jesse had maybe too much that's, that's maybe fair to say. Yeah. i mean right yeah but we can't pick out what we're born with right it's that's the crazy thing like you have to just deal with the cards that have been dealt to you yeah that's true um 
Yeah, I liked it too. This 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 um this episode, uh, this story from Jesse. I mean, I, I've already I'm already familiar with the story, so I knew a little bit about it. But it's still interesting to see that like um, it's all very personal. Whatever you're going through, right? Mm-hmm. You could uh, be in, in the worst pain ever, and your neighbor is going to say, "Yeah, you know what? That's that's tough for you." But you know, I mean, doesn't really matter. Right. It reminds me. Yeah, to what happened to me on the flip side. I mean, I was the totally opposite. I was I had made one hundred k in a month, and like nobody cared. Literally, nobody cared. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you're you're in a way you're living alone, or you have to do it on, on your own. And he says like, if you don't take don't take control of your life, someone someone or something else. Well, yeah, I. I couldn't agree more with that comment. Yeah, that's like the same thing as life happens for you, not to you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so hard for people to to get that, right? Uh-huh. I mean, like, it took me like 30 years, honestly, to understand what that meant because, first of all, I wouldn't understand or I would say, yeah, but it's easy, you can, it's easy, easy to say that, but now I really understand it and yeah, I still, talk, I still say to other people and they're like looking at me with their eyes glazed over, right? Like they can't you know what I'm saying, so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something that really has to click because that was all my early 20s. Like I wasn't even thinking about this quote. I don't even know if I heard it or anything, but I just thought that everything that was happening to me um, like was just a part of life. And I didn't, you know, think I could change it. And I went through depression and then jobs I didn't like. And I don't know what actually got me to the point. I think I just had been at such a low point. I was like, no, there has to be an alternative. And that's when I started working towards it. That was around like 27, 25 maybe. So do you um, vision, envision yourself more as Jesse or more as uh, Jordan? Like your life story? Hmm. I think it's somewhere in between because I didn't have such a struggle growing up, but like, I wasn't like handled a silver spoon either. Like my parents like never give my, gave me money or anything. Like when I was younger, if I ever asked my parents for money, it's like, where's your money at? <laughs> like I had to buy my own car. I've had to do all those things. I've basically done everything by myself. I've paid for college. I have my own college debt. No one's paying for. So, I mean, I think I've, pretty much worked for everything I got, but I also wasn't like, I wasn't born, born dirt pro or anything. Um, I think the struggles in my life were most of them, I've created the adversity myself. So that's something I've had to work through. Okay, interesting. So what's your advice to Jesse? I mean, I think he's doing a great job. I mean, it looks like he's overcome um, when he was dwelling on his chronic illness. He's pushed past that and he's working. I saw he had a video on Instagram the other day, which was really great. He said he um, was nervous to make his first Instagram TV video, but he made it despite of that. And I mean, I think he's doing a great job. Yeah, and and that Instagram video um, motivated you or like inspired you to do the same, right? If I'm correct? Yeah, I just thought it was great. It was an an encouragement to me because I'm thinking about um, doing videos in a couple of weeks here. So, I mean, I'm trying to get more active on social media. So it was just an encouragement to see that he was already out there doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you don't have an excuse. That's, that's your point, right? No. Yes. Right. There's no excuse. <laughs> just start. Yeah. I mean, we're saying it all the time. So maybe, although it was, was sometime since we said that. So, so now I'm saying it. 
Yeah. Like since we said that with our whole social media thing, like I've done a couple of things. I'm definitely, I feel like I'm starting to gear up here now. Now I get the whole picture of what I actually need to do. Like I'm about to dive right in. It's about to be like a lot going on. So we'll see in the next couple of weeks, maybe we'll do an update. So can you, can you um, talk about the global picture in like two, three sentences or is it too complex? What do you think you figured out about social media? Just that you need to be everywhere at, what <laughs> because it's like you know um what gary v always says it's like both like you have to do instagram twitter and facebook and medium like when i initially started out on medium like it was just overwhelming so i was like let me just stick with medium i opened my twitter instagram and facebook profile so i didn't do anything with them i just did like a little bit very it's not even worth mentioning i just did very little minimal and so like once i established my medium account that i felt like it wasn't overwhelming anymore, but honestly, I could have, I could have done it better if I had just, um, I could have done it from the beginning if I just managed my time a little better. So your advice is uh, be everywhere, right? <laughs> yes. As many places as you can. That's awesome. And that ties in on, in our third post magically. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, third post is by um, Michael Shook. And he says, why I like to create. So that's something we both probably um, know how it's like to be, to create and we both like it. Yeah. So what did you like about that post? I liked it because I do approach my posts each day as like, a creative thing. I never just pick like a random topic. Like I can't, it's hard for me to operate that way when I'm writing. So I always try to pick something that has meaning to me and then create from there. And I know like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with picking generic things. People pick like topics or motivational pieces and they just write based off something. But for me, like I always have to feel what I'm writing. Um, I wish it wasn't that way sometimes. So I could just like get the post done. It would be a lot easier, but that's just how I, I kind of go about my pieces. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. There, there are some things that he's, I mean, I like the post very much. First mm -hmm. of all, there are some things that, that, that he says that are really true. Like, for instance, I believe that everyone is creative. Yeah, I believe that too. Mm -hmm. Creativity that you can uh, that you can practice. Yeah. Every person on, on this globe is creative. Mm -hmm. I believe that too. And I also love how he's just saying, like, how, like, creativity comes from your soul. Like, those moments where we have that idea and sometimes we, like, immediately know exactly what we want the end result to be. And the other times it requires, like, some searching. There's a process to getting that perfect, you know, finished product. And sometimes it even doesn't turn out like we want. We have to go back and, and redo it. So I, he did a really good job describing creativity and, and how his process of creating. Yeah, I mean, I, you could probably go even further than 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 the soul, right? I mean, if you read Master Key Secrets, then um, they the writer writes about it, tells it beautiful that it's basically infinite uh, intelligence, right? That yeah. uh, provides the idea, and then that taps into your soul, and then from your soul to your mind, and from your mind to your. But anyway, I mean, like that's uh, yeah, an addendum, well right? Yeah, what you said there regarding the master key circuit, like also like I think that we have unlimited creativity, um, creative potential. Like I think that most of the things, as you know, it's like human beings, we all create kind of similar things because like all we, all we know or all we see is like what we know. So it's hard to kind of top that, but we have potential beyond what we already know. It's just a matter of tapping into that potential. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get that. Uh -huh. That's true. 
like the the great the greatest artists in the world why are they so great because they do something that has not been done before yeah. they they expand the game they they um they absolve the limits they just play with uh, restrictions they just yeah that's how your great artists are great creators are like that yeah how do you think you get to that point though where you're like going um, on what we, anyone knows i know i know for instance about picasso he just he just worked his his uh, behind off right that's the only thing i did i mean and now it feels like he didn't because he has he has like the image of being like yeah it's also effortless and he was genius and stuff like that but he, he started from i don't know age 12 or something like that, just writing drawing every day and then at first just classics just and you know that's that's what you do it's, it's a lot of work to be creative you have to and and michael says it too um he says like if you created something great next thing you have to do is create something else that's how that's what it takes so uh and uh on that point too like i think that with like they say kids like they have um the best chance of creating something like unique because they're not influenced by everything in the world already so i think like like a lot of people, like someone like, you know, um, some famous people say they never read books or whatever because they don't want to be influenced by anything they're reading. They just want to go off based what's off what's in their own mind, which is interesting as well, because maybe you would come up with something entirely different than anybody's ever thought of before. So maybe not like your whole thing, um, create, not consume. That's probably a way to create better as well. Yeah, probably. I mean, it, it, at first it feels strange, right? If you don't consume you're like but how would you know what to write about but the thing is like it always comes to you yeah. you always write about something and some of the times it's something somebody else wrote about but in my case it can't be um plagiarism because <laughs> i don't read it so yeah. uh, you know what i mean um, yeah. it's, it's funny it's like it's like you're resonating on some frequency that only others can pick up or something like that you know what i mean it's it's strange yeah um I don't know how to explain it. Um, it's something that's, yeah, that's very beautiful, but it's it's hard sometimes. Being creative, sometimes like creating is takes you a lot. It exhausts you sometimes. It's like very, very, very intense compared to just, I mean, just every job is, of course, hard. But if you're like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. Um, <laughs> Like Nino, so can be physically exhausting, but like the writing a story or sometimes just physically, mentally, spiritually exhaust you. So um, you're right you know, for sure. Like, for example, like me doing customer service before, and and like six, seven years ago, that it was like it was tiring just because I did eight hours a day, but it was nowhere near as tiring as if I had wrote written for eight hours a day. That would be very mentally exhausting. Like I at one point I thought I was going to do two posts a day. Oh, whatever, one of my blog and then one on Medium, but I had to give up the idea because I just don't want to exhaust that much mental energy in writing. Like, it's okay now because we write and we do the podcast. So, it's two different types of like areas your mind you're tapping into, which is fine by me. Yeah. Yeah. I was the one who warned you. I, I mean, I don't want to take all credit, but I was like, you, you were saying I'm going to write two posts a day. And I was like, oh, girl, you're not going to, that's not a good idea because I was, I mean, I know myself, I like, this is not going to end well. But um, yeah, some, it's very hard. Like um, there are people who do it, but I think you have to, 
do write about two different subjects or write about two totally different publications. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I think, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I just was saying I couldn't. Yeah, I think that I would have to, if I was going to do that, I had to approach it differently. Like it wouldn't be me telling my personal stories. It would just be like a motivational or inspirational piece. But I didn't want to come from that, that standpoint. Like I always want to make my stories personal. So that's where it becomes difficult because you actually do have to create and not just write something. Not that like just writing something isn't creative, but it's not nearly as difficult in my, in my eyes. Mm -hmm. But can you remember like story you wrote that you were like physically dumb? spent exhausted <laughs> all of them <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean I'm not, it's not like i'm so so exhausted i'm just like you know i definitely i'm glad i finished this <laughs> and michael talks about that too like he talks about the feeling of like completion that's the best part about creating when you actually get the desired result like i don't like when i like when i write a story and i'm not quite like satisfied with it but i'm running out of time i had to post it anyway that's not a good feeling but when i actually like tie in everything all together then that's a great feeling like okay this is a good solid story yeah by the way the idea of completion is something you can also use against you right so for instance um if you if you write a post you want to complete it but suppose you want to write a book and you just want to keep writing, the thing you do is you write a chapter and don't complete that chapter. And then you're destined to the next day start writing again because you want to complete a chapter. So that's a trick that works if you want to write uh, a book. That's a good idea. Yeah. I need that. So you, yeah, you've heard it here for free. So uh, use it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Are you, do you have some uh, closing thoughts on uh, Michael's piece? Um. I mean, I would just say again that I believe that everyone's creative, just like Michael said. I think it's just a matter of acting on the ideas in your head and just spending time by yourself and figuring out what, what kind of difference you want to make in the world or what you want to create in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's very nice. Um, I love that. That's, uh, that's interesting. Um, I think, I mean, do you want to talk about something else? Uh, another post. I mean, I'm I'm browsing the post for now, um, but I think we've talked about uh, a lot of them. Yeah, all of them. I think yeah. And what did you write about again today? You wrote about oh that you're going to start. Oh yes, yeah, talk about your post about how you're doing the whole Bitcoin journey. You said yeah. So um, but not too much. So uh, it's going to be. Um, I, I did it last year. So last year I went from one k to fifty k. So okay. I. Uh, did that through Litecoin. I don't know if it's going to be exactly the same thing today, uh, this year, but I want to do it again this year. So I'm going to start with 1K and yeah, hopefully turn it into something bigger, right? I mean, I'm aiming for 10K, but like, yeah, why not 50K? We'll see. And uh, it would go towards traveling or it, I call it my travel fund. So it's just, uh, I mean, I'm going to travel with it. But um, I want to do it in the open. So I'm going to document the process. I'm going to, I don't know exactly the, the details, uh, but whenever I do a trade, I'll, I'll let you know, um, the people who are interested, that is. And they can, I'm, I mean, I'm not advising that they follow me, for instance. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, people have to figure out what they're doing, but uh, I don't want people to get in trouble or to get scammed or whatever. So um, right. I'm just doing it to show you, to show other people how uh, a trader works, how trading is, and uh, I think it can teach you something and it's going to be fun. So um, it's going yeah. to be a lot of fun. And uh, I like doing um, things like that, like challenging myself, putting it out in the open, telling people, you know what, I'm going to fake 50X this year and just do it. 
I did it last year. It would be great to do it again. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, if I win, everybody wins or people are going to copy me or people are um, inspired or people are going to uh, get a visit by me. So <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Everybody wins. Yeah, I think it's a really inspiring of anything. And maybe we can even share like little um, tidbits on the podcast from time to time too. So I think, yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, that you're sure. I mean, yeah, it would be nice if you would start trading too. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you should, but um, it's, yeah, I mean, you could, you could learn a trick or two. That's my point. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to, I'm just going to set some funds aside. I probably will this month because I started the investing thing and not to go off on a tangent here that you had inspired me to do before. And I have some money in there. So I'm going to take care of that. And then I'm going to set a little money aside for some Bitcoin too. We're not Bitcoin, but some cryptocurrencies. Yeah, and you can combine it too, right? I mean, that's what I would do. I would just keep my fund together and uh, because I'm not going to be in coins all the time. So probably like, you know, I mean, like now I'm not in coins. The, the fund already exists theoretically, but I'm still in cash. So you can yeah. use, can, you can sit in your, uh, what, is, what, what is it? I don't know what it is, uh, your uh, Vanguard fund or whatever it is. Yeah. Just uh, wait until, uh, until, I, until I see what is going on. Oh, so um, first of all, yeah, people who are who are uh, thinking of doing that, I should really consult with the financial and not uh, do crazy things. I don't even know how the tax code works in, in other jurisdictions, so figure that out. Don't do something stupid. Don't do something illegal, um, right? Be respectful as a responsible citizen. I'm just doing it. I'm just showing you what, what is possible, but um, I don't want or not as to, to gamble or something like that, nothing like that. It just, uh, yeah, just stepping up my game. That's what's going on here. Yeah, and that's going to be awesome to watch. So, yeah. Oh, I hope so. I mean, I mean, that's the thing what, what we talked about yesterday, right? I want to test out if whatever I can, is if it's possible. I, I say that yesterday, right? If, if I have an, a thesis or an assumption, I want to test it out. So my assumption is now that I can do another 50x. Now I'm going to test it out. And I want to test it out in public. So Yeah, and that's something that I think... Um, yeah, I mean, it's probably something that would be inspiring to Jordan as well because, you know, like he said, he's not, he's financially free for the moment, whatever. So, like, looking at something like this, that might be something that he may be interested in, you know, to help him yeah. push himself up. Yeah, but that's the thing. You don't, you don't have to find, be financially free to do this. I mean, people yeah. are, I know people are now going to say, like, yeah, but how can I raise the money? But honestly, you can do that with, with one euro or one dollar. You can do this already too. I mean, it's just okay. like the idea of 50, you can 50 X with one euro too, and you have 50 euros, right? Or yeah. you know I mean, like if you want it, you can do it whenever it doesn't, it's not about the money. Right. I agree. If one K is too much, do it with a hundred dollars. If, if one K is too less, do it more, but I, I, I don't, I don't advise you to do that. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm going- I said that in um, in my uh, I, I recorded the audio, audio version of the story and I put in some advice and I said like uh, it's going to be um, not for your average investor right like your average investor who wants like ten percent return in a year I I don't think this is you're going to be your thing it's going to be a little bit more volatile and the downside is capped but still <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, not stomach it it's going to be if you if you if you don't can't stand the heat uh, don't stay in the kitchen right <laughs> yeah so yeah uh, i think uh, unless you have something to add um no i think that's a great place to end 
Okay. Um, then this is the show. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.